the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, thank you for tuning in. You are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I'm Joshua Sasso, and we have a little bit of a different show for you today. Last week, Pastor Chris, she went to Washington, D.C. as part of a congressional briefing for pastors. But as she stated, she wasn't just going there to hear from the congressman and see what's going on in Washington. But God told her that he was going to show her something. And so she was there to hear from God, see what God is doing in the government, and really to intercede and to pray and decree prophecy on behalf of this nation and on behalf of the body of Christ. So she came back from that trip, and she had something very important to tell the body of Christ and tell us at the church about the role that we as the church need to take in this nation and about what needs to happen in order for us to bring this nation back to righteousness. So when she shared with us what God revealed to her, what God showed her while she was in Washington, it hit it hit all of us at Freedom Fellowship. It hit us right in the face. And it really made us have to examine ourselves, examine our hearts, and really seek after God about what it is that he needs us to do to take this nation back to turn this nation around and lead us towards righteousness. So we're going to listen to some of those words that she shared with us on Sunday. And I encourage each and every one of you, open up your heart, open up your mind, open up your ears to receive what she's telling us. It may be hard to listen to, it may be tough, but we really need to listen to her words and really need to examine our hearts so that we can transform this nation So these are some of the words that she shared with us on Sunday. I want you to open your heart and really understand times, okay? When God told me, when he told me to go to Washington, D.C., and he said he's going to show me something, it is something that I did not want to assume anything. But he showed me a lot of things that is workings in his power, and uh, we cannot do everything the world's way. It doesn't matter it has to be in power in God, okay? So we're going to address more about that. See, I was not born here. I moved here when I was about 22 years old. But I know more about this country than most of you, if not all of you. I don't want to shame you. I just wanted to confront this issue and this condition in the body of Christ. I know more. And I'm doing more 
for this country than a lot of natural born Americans. Are you getting this? And I appreciate this country more than most of you. And that is the condition of the church that God has shown me. It is not to hear the congressmen and the senators to tell us what I already know in the spirit. They just confirm it. But it is something that we have to understand the signs of our times. Why is that? The one thing that Mike and I decided is to take our children to the mission field. To see for themselves that there is no other nation like United States of America. You go to Washington, D.C., in spite of all the wickedness that is going on there. The shenanigans. Not just one party, both parties. Yet, the Spirit of the Lord is still hovering around it. And we can find that the Spirit of the Lord is hovering also in Genesis chapter 1. And it says that when God spoke, then the Holy Spirit rode in power in those words and things came into being. I just want you to understand this. So the things that were spoken, that was released... Whether we know it or not, whether everybody knows it or not, but God knows it. And I know it. And some of those, not just me, that was sent. I guarantee you there's more that release the same very words upon our capital. And it is going to come to pass with or without you benefiting from it. I just want to emphasize that. But we will be recorded In the book of life, if we all gather together and really exert our power and authority. So today, this morning, the first thing that I'm going to do is to tackle the authority of the believer. Okay? So that we'll know. That's the one thing that I released the state capitol. I was grieved as soon as I landed in D.C., The excitement was gone, and I was on a mission field mode. And for those of you who traveled overseas with me, you know what that meant. Especially on the very first things that uh, when Nancy traveled with me and Davina in the first segment, and Yvonne, we were engaged. 200% of the time, they were engaged. And we were able to accomplish a lot that it transformed that entire nation because of those seeds, okay? And when I landed, I knew for sure that God is going to send me to the White House. The hotel is only two blocks away from the White House. So when I was praying, I was under a heavy conviction. Heavy, heavy conviction. Not just for myself, but for the entire body of Christ. Because one thing I saw in the spirit before it was even announced. I prayed before I left and I released these words that three democratic senators will change their mind. And the fear of God will be upon them that they will change their vote to nullify or disapprove the Iran treaty. But the opposite happened. 
three Democratic senators changed their vote and they vote for it. When I saw that, it's just like I was just, I was just, what is going on? Am I sinning? Am I a false prophet? And I kept on asking this, but I was in a heavy, heavy conviction that I didn't sleep that night. The whole night, I was repenting on behalf of the body of Christ. Are you getting this? See, you may not be aware of it because you're busy fasting and praying for the manifestation of your personal desires. But this is one thing that happened in this nation. Our God is a covenant God. When the United States of America entered into this covenant with Iran, things got changed. This nation has turned from one nation under God into having a covenant with the enemies of God. In that covenant, if the nation of Israel will attack Iran, since we enter into that covenant, there is repercussions for breaking it. This government, we have to defend Iran. That's how wicked is this. And we are every day we go on in our daily life as if nothing happened. And we have allowed these things to happen, the body of Christ. Did you know that assignment that is set against everyone, every Christian in Washington, D.C.? Their pressure is so overwhelming. Dennis is like, now, so that I can get your attention, Christina, my people, we should have woken up, but no. The only time that we're fasting and praying is when we're believing God for something for ourselves, not for our country. If you say that, oh, you're wrong, I love this country, yes, you do. I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that you love God. That has never been put into question. So the Bible Christ was fractured again. Nobody wants to believe, oh, they're entitled to their opinion. They're listening to their spirit. They didn't even bother to ask God, who is it this time? So that we can rally behind him. And we never look at ourselves, the body of Christ. How come our prayers are not being answered? Because God is true. He will never withhold good things from his people. It's very, very clear. Let all men be a liar. But let God be true, right? So this thing happened and now here we are again. And for the first time in one party... We have brothers and sisters in Christ. It's an answer to prayer that one day we have to pray, we have to fast, who's the candidates that God has handpicked because they're all good. It is coming to that. Okay? So the country is turning around. So I was praying, I was praying, oh God. And I said, we are so wicked. I said, have mercy on us. 
I cannot offer an excuse for us, but I was bold enough to remind God about our founding fathers. You see, body of Christ, the world is trying to divide all of us. And they are very successful in that. Because why? Because in the body of Christ, we're so divided. If you see the condition of a given nation, it's a reflection of the condition of the church. You're so divided too. Our um, denomination, even the color of our skin. You found it in there because you found it in here. Because we're the soul. We preserve things. So have we lost our saltiness? So I started interceding. And I saw also before they took the vote that it's not going to be defeated. And I also knew at that time that they will not defund Planned Parenthood. But this probably we still have a chance to intercede and to take action because they're going to use it as a political maneuver on both sides of the aisle. One will say, oh, you have to elect more of us in the Senate and in the Congress so that we can override the veto and we can defend Planned Parenthood. You have to vote Republican. The Democrats said, oh, they're causing war against women. Women, let us dissect your baby parts and let's sell them. Let us continue to do that. Vote for us. And Christians are voting based on economy? Who's going to give them more social security check? Every time you vote for a wicked candidate, you're touching abortion. You're touching same-sex marriages. You're touching wickedness. That's where we're at, body of Christ. And then who prayed for President Obama? Instead, calling him different names. So is that an opinion or is that straight from the throne of God? Oh, it's a righteous indignation. Oh, you self-righteous you. Why don't you examine yourself first? Because our prayers are not being answered. Everything is depending on us. And the government shall be upon his shoulder. In every form and sector of society... Jesus Christ must be Lord of that sector. Whether it's education, whether it's arts and entertainment, whether it's governance, whether it's economy, whether it's a banking system, it has to be that Jesus must be Lord of all. But no, this is like, oh, you take care of the souls of your congregants, of the small congregants of yours, don't get involved. Don't get involved in politics. I was called by somebody, and they were threatening Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God. You can lose your 501c3. And I said, like, oh, we will not be needing it in a few months. And then I said, like, let me ask you this. So who are you rooting for in the candidate? I, I was very friendly. I said, do this and this. Do you want me to vote for your candidate? Yeah, could you? And said, then, if you are telling me that the churches cannot be involved in politics, why are you asking me to vote for your candidate? Is there a confusion out there? Hello? Why are you asking me to vote? 
I'm a Christian. It's not friendly after all. Click. He thought that because he's a lawyer, that he can handle the wisdom of God. So I continued, and I will still continue to pray for our president. And I continue to pray for our vice president, for the chief justices, for all of the political leaders. After I repented for the body of Christ, I reminded God about the founding fathers, and I reminded God too. You know, you turn over the nation of Israel to their enemies every time they walk away from you. It seems like you turn us over to wickedness in this country. You have told Abraham after 400 years that your descendants will be delivered from their slavery. But you said this, God. You said that you will deal and you will judge the nation who enslaved them. And now, because of the blood of Jesus, I have come boldly before your throne. You have turned us over. We have lost the power. And I said, but now, we know that we are being judged, but judge those who enslaved us. Judge our political leaders on both sides. Are you getting this? And you know that it's turning around for the American people. And we need to get into action. Because anyone who's leading now in the primaries, they're all outside of political politics. Presidential. I know this is hard. I said, oh my gosh, I wish I, I never showed up. Uh-uh, you have to hear this. Because if judgment is coming down to the wicked, judgment is already here in the body of Christ. Because judgment comes in the house of God first. And guess who's the house? Not Freedom Fellowship Church, you. You're the temple. Don't make Freedom Fellowship Church this building as a house of God. Oh, it is so good to be in the house of God. You are the house of God. And we kept on doing those stupid, silly, unproductive things. While the whole country, do you know the whole world is getting affected because of the body of Christ here who let go of our authority and never exercise it. We have to take responsibility right now. You can call the political leaders arrogant. You can call them wicked. That's the condition of the church. When was the last time that you fast and pray? Very, very few. Very, very few have fasted for others and for this country. Usually, they got caught sinning. Or they want something from God. Here we are, we've been complacent. Time and time again, God is dealing with us through our political leaders, and we have been complacent. And then when we get into trouble, we don't listen to God, we don't put God first, we don't obey God. And then God kept giving us a blessing, an instruction that if you obey those instruction, things will manifest. You have to do it your own way. When we get into trouble, we want God, act now, God. Let me remind you of your word, God. You act now. 
But of Christ, God cannot continue to be silent in this time. If you said, oh, I don't want to look at those videos about abortion, you watch them. Until you have nightmares so that you get engaged. Because you know what? It is in our time. And we're going to face him someday. And those blood are in our hands. You watch them. Over and over again. Until you're going to do something. It affects the entire nation. It affects the entire nation. And we just watch and complain. How many of you have prayed for a godly candidate that you know is a Christian and brother? I said, oh, let me pray for you. Yes, pray for them. Did you send them money? Hmm? Did you touch their finances? This is like somebody coming to you or your child will come to you and say, I am so hungry. I haven't eaten in two days. Oh, okay, let me pray for you. That's exactly what we're doing. Last year, we were told there are 190 really committed new members of the house. They are so committed. They knew that they were there for a purpose. They have not heard from us. They've been bombarded by wickedness and the lobbyists and even their leadership. They'll tell them, you don't line up, we will get a candidate to challenge you in the primary. The one who's going to line up. And they have the purse. This is on both sides. So out of those 190 brothers and sisters in Christ that are committed, that they knew that God sent them there to get involved in politics, only 40 of them are left. The 150 have fallen by the wayside and have to play by their rules. Why? They've been hearing from everybody, but... They have not heard from Christians. They only hear when they're not doing something. When, we're, when people are upset with them, they don't hear when they're doing a good job. Are you getting this? Okay. So uh, I saw very clearly, which I knew, but it was very, very telling and how wicked it was. That the body of Christ are not engaged. It's not engaged. We all talk a lot. And ready to prophesy, to pronounce judgment upon them wicked. We cannot stand to be in the presence. (laughs) But most of us did not vote. You didn't touch it. Whatever you place your hands to, it shall prosper. Either you believe the word or not. That was the message that Pastor Chris had for us on Sunday, in part. So the body of Christ needs to get engaged. When was the last time that you fasted and you prayed with earnest for this country? Let's forget about ourselves. Let's forget about the things that we want, the things that we desire. And we really need to start focusing on the state of our nation and focusing on ourselves, examining our hearts, because change starts with the church. And if God's going to deal with this nation, he has to deal with us as a body. So I urge each of you to examine yourselves and seek after God. This is part one of what's going to be a two-part series. We're going to share the second half of Pastor Chris's teaching next week. So be sure to tune in next week. 
so that you can hear the second half of Pastor Chris's message to the body of Christ after she had come back from Washington. Before we go, let me pray with you. Dear Heavenly Father God, we repent, Lord, for our complacency, for our selfishness, Lord. We repent on behalf of this nation for the wickedness that we've allowed to continue to happen because it all comes down to us as the church, Lord. And I thank you, God, that as each and every one of these listeners, as they take these words to heart, Lord, I thank you, God, that you're going to begin to work in their hearts, God, that you will give the body of Christ, give us as a church a fire so that we will go out and make a change to transform this nation, Lord. We thank you, God, and we assert and we affirm that you are Lord of our lives and Lord of this nation, Lord, and you will always be that, the Lord of all. We thank you, Lord, for these things. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in. If you were touched by this message, be sure to give us a call at 210-396-7891. You can also listen to this broadcast at www.sogme.org. Again, that's www.sogmi.org. We will be uploading this broadcast on Monday, so be sure to go there. And listen to it if you want to listen to this broadcast again, as well as any of our previous broadcasts. Thank you so much for tuning in. Come back next week for part two of this message. God bless you. Thank you for listening. We all hope you were blessed by this message today. If you were, let us hear from you. If you wish to contact us or sow a seed, our phone number is 210-396-7891. And for Saturday's program, call us at 210-695-1630. Send all emails to sonsofgod at satx.rr.com and all letters to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas 78023. For more info, including service times and upcoming events, find us at www.sogmi.org. That's www.sogmi.org. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.